Welcome to From Nothing to Profit, a photographer's podcast with Matt and Kaya, where each week they talk to photographers about what is working in their business now so you can swipe those ideas and grow your business faster. Hello, everyone. Welcome to From Nothing to Profit. Today is our goal-setting show, and I'm Kaya Bondurant, and I am going to be interviewing Matt Hoagland about how he sets goals throughout the year. And uh, I'm super excited because I have some ways that I do goal setting, but it's not my like main thing that I do. We, we have a, uh, our New Year's show, we talked about word of the year, and that's really my way of starting the year. So Matt, I'm super excited to hear what you have to say about goal setting. Yeah, it's really fun. This is something I feel like I kind of thrive in. I would love to know what my wife and employees think, whether I thrive in it or not. But it definitely helps me a lot, and I feel like it moves our business forward in a major way. So, yeah, I'm excited to share what I have to offer. Okay. So, tell us about like what you do when you set goals. Yeah. So, I think it's important to set goals every year because it's kind of like, for me, it's like a roadmap. You know, it's really hard to know where you're going unless you have a map to kind of tell you where to go. So, it, it goal setting starts is the start of the process of figuring out what the roadmap is for the year. But and part of the reason that happens and the roadmap happens is because you're like establishing priorities. As soon as you say, these are my goals, and there's actually, I think, a bigger part than goals, which is called, which I call an action plan, but we'll get to that in a second. But it establishes your priorities so that you can start looking at the world, your business, whatever it is, through a certain lens and decide like, okay, all this stuff coming at me, like what actually, what do I need to pay attention to? Because, you know, as you get a million opportunities in the, in, any given year to, you know, to change things in your business. But if you don't have your roadmap and you don't have your priorities, you don't know which ones to take and which ones not to take because they all sound like good ideas at the time. Absolutely. I, I feel like I always come up with so many things that I can just run around like a crazy person. So, yeah. yeah. So how do you do that? Like what kind of different goals do you set? Yeah. So I have a a couple of different goals. So one of the things that I do is I kind of, this is how I start the process. So like I set like a five minute timer and I kind of just do like, I just write down everything I can think of that and dream up of for like the next year. So this case, 2019. So I'll set, I'll set a timer and I'll say, what do I want for 2019? And I'll just write down all these different words and brainstorm it and just get it all out on paper. And some of the stuff is so crazy that it'll, it'll never happen. You know, like win the lottery, you know, like I could write that down if I really wanted to, and I can turn that into an action plan and try to win the lottery. But like that, some of that stuff is so far fetched. And I, I put, uh, but the secret is I do put that stuff down, not that particular one, but I put really far reach, reach stuff down. So and then even the little things and just that five minutes of quiet time by yourself writing it down. It's amazing what you actually write down. So wait, wait, wait. Okay. So how long do you set the timer for? So five minutes. Oh, okay. Did you say that? And I missed yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Just, so just five minutes. five minutes. And then do you find yourself writing the same things down every year? Mm, yeah. I mean, there's some core stuff that I write down. That's just kind of the same every year, but then kind of what drives our action plan for the year is some of the stuff. Uh, the, the new things we write down that are come from the clarity of writing those other things down. Let me okay. rephrase that. So there may be something we write down five years in a row. And the reason it never gets put in place is because that's maybe not the right way to say it. Uh-huh. But eventually you get clarity around that particular word and it becomes, it morphs into a new word that you actually are like, Oh, that's what it actually means. This is what I be, really want. You know? Yeah. So like, okay. like so- it may like make more money may be written down for five years, but 
you know, on the fifth year, you actually, you say, it's not really about making more money. It's actually about making my business more profitable or something like that. And okay. then it kind of changes the whole thing. So, so total, so, so side note real quick, and then I'm going to get back to like kind of goals, like question, the kind of goals that I write. So one of the things that Allison did recently, my wife, which was pretty cool is she watched, a, I sent her a video and then she actually did this, which was amazing. Cause I don't even remember the video, but she took it into action is they had you write down 25 things that you wanted to do. And then you're only allowed to pick five because supposedly there's science behind the fact that you can only pick five things to actually accomplish. Mm -hmm. And so she, there's 25 things she wants to do, but what are the top five? And then once you accomplish one of those, then you can pick something else off your list, but you can only focus on like five at a time. So that's kind of a side note that I'm going to look at doing this year. But with that being said, the goal, the kind of the, the kind of goals I set it's like I have like one year goals. Where do I want to be from a year, a year from now? Where do I want to be three years from now? You know, where do I want to be just three months from now? And then I kind of have like these lifetime goals. They tend to be around like retirement or, you know, long-term, super long-term things. So I, I kind of group once I write down for those five minutes, I write down all my dreams. I kind of group those into like, is this, are these one year things, three year things, three month items or lifetime items? Okay. So, um, and the idea is I want long-term and short-term goals to keep me motivated because you need short-term goals to be able to feel like you're winning, but then you need long-term goals to actually steer your, your life ship a certain direction. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, um, okay. and then the other thing I always focus on, and I'll get to this in, a, in more detail in a second, but I always make sure people have probably heard this a thousand times, but that your goals are smart. And if you haven't heard it, the idea I have, I have it written down here. So it's basically... They're specific, they're measurable, they're attainable, they're realistic, and then they're trackable. And some other people have used, instead of attainable, they've used like achievable. Uh -huh. Real, instead of realistic, they've said relevant. Instead of trackable, they said time-bound. And I actually like the time-bound the time -bound one better than the trackable one. Uh -huh. So all, I just make sure all of them are specific, measurable, and that I can actually pull them off. And know that but I this is them not your um, uh, your first list. Your first list is like just everything you can think of, and, yep, and then that, you start organizing them into the the different categories, and then you make you change them to be smart. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So that's kind of just uh, that was that's kind of like the overview of how I view the process. How, how I use the process. So so one of the questions people always ask me is like, how do I reflect on the past year and you know, how do I actually get some of these ideas out of my head? Cause it's, you know, like what do you, what do I ask myself to actually think about it? Cause you know, goal setting can be kind of overwhelming. Mm -hmm. So I have a list of questions that oh. I go through and answer. Um, and I don't necessarily just do this in five minutes, but I definitely make some quiet time for myself and I answer these and I don't always have to answer them just in one day. But when I, ref when I'm reflecting, so I say like, what was the best part of this last year and what lessons did I learn? So that, that okay. flushes out some ideas. Okay. What's the most challenging part of last year? And what did I learn from that? So it brings up some different The best ideas. part, the worst part kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who and how um, did I positively influence somebody last mm -hmm. year? So that brings up like exactly. giving back and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Like who made me laugh the most last year? So that kind of was like, who do I probably need to be around more? Because I see them in a positive light. Mm-hmm. Who or what was I most grateful for last year? So that starts to make you think, oh, you know, what was really good? And I don't know, just good reflection question. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I have a bunch more. I'll keep going. So what 
what makes you feel in what still makes you feel incomplete so like what are you still missing or what are you still thriving after like frustrated um, about or like this that i didn't get that done Is that yeah. what you're okay and then i also have a sub question for that like what will you do to handle it? So like it starts, that starts the action plan process mm-hmm. of what, what can I actually do about that incomplete feeling? What would you change about how you managed your stress last year? So mm-hmm. that helps you think, okay, what was stressful last year? And what did I, in hindsight now, since I'm removed from it, what should I have done differently? Uh, what do you wish you would have done differently last year? That's just kind of a general question. Uh-huh. Um, then switch back to the positive. What are you most proud of? Uh, last year. And I always do, what are you also most proud of in regards to your finances? Because finances are really important to me. Mm-hmm. A lot of my, unfortunately, a lot of my happiness and um, how I identify success and stuff is wrapped up in finances. So I just have to be very clear about that, but not everybody has to necessarily do the finance one. Right, but I just, you just have to keep it balanced. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Where did you find the most peace and calm last year? Just another way to think of ideas. And I, you know, make you realize like this was a good thing. So I should probably move towards that, not away from it. Uh, what, what advice would you have given yourself at the beginning of 2016 or 20, sorry, 2018? Mm-hmm. I'm looking at a list from 2016 right now. Yeah. And these, again, these are just questions I've picked up over the years that I thought are good reflection questions. So they're not specifically from any certain, like these are, this is your personal list that you. Yeah. And you know, like I, one year I did the passion planner. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. it's probably from, there's a couple from probably that. Uh-huh. But it's a compilation of a bunch yeah, of different exactly. things. Okay. Or, you know, I went to a, a networking meeting or something and whatever. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to do less of um, this next year? Such a good Again, question. just ba- like balancing the positive and negative of what I need to move towards and what I need to move away from. Yeah. What important relationships do you want to improve next year? What do you want to be uh, most thankful for in a year from now? So that's just very forward thinking. What do you want to become an expert in next year? So again, that's forward thinking. And what are you excited? What are you the most excited about for next year? So those are some of the questions that kind of just help me bubble up ideas of where I was last year and where I need to go. Okay. So, so you, you make your big list. Yep. It's just like five minutes. And then you put those in the categories and then you ask yourself these questions next. Yeah. Okay. And these questions I just went over, they take a while. It's not like this. I just do this like in an afternoon. Yeah. Like, do you do it over a certain number of days or? Yeah. Typically I normally put one good day in and get most of the way through it. And then I let it kind of sit for a couple of days and I'll be like, laying in bed or watching TV or something like that. And something will be, will bubble up and I'm like, Oh, I'm really grateful for that. Or that was really funny. And I'll, and I can add to the list a little bit, but I don't want to, you know, it's all about reflection. So sometimes you just can't reflect on everything in a year, like in a matter of 10 minutes, you know? Right. Now, do you do this all by yourself or do you like do dialogue as you're doing it? Um, I typically do it by myself. Yeah. See, I'm such a verbal processor that I think I would have to do like a lot of it talking. Yeah. And and I'm a verbal processor too, but with this stuff, I, I mean, occasionally I'll ask my wife, you know, like a question, like, you know, maybe like, how did I manage my stress last year? Mm -hmm. And sometimes she can give me some real talk that um, helps, but I don't know. For the most part, it's, it's pretty, I'm pretty by myself. You you want to do, you want to see what you really think. Like you want to, measure yourself. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. So then 
I have to actually turn them into goals. You know, I have to like start turning them into smart goals. And so what I do is I go through a whole process where I have all this stuff written down and stuff starts to get clarified. So some of those words that I wrote down in the five minute timer deal get clarified in some of these questions or whatever. And so then I start really prioritizing and cutting down this list of stuff that, you know, I want to accomplish until I end up with some very clear goals of like, this is what I, this is what I want to do. You know, I, I want to, you know, grow my business maybe where I start. And then I actually realize like what I actually want to do is go from this many seniors to this many seniors, you know, so I can start to get more clear about how I want to grow my business. Uh-huh. Or like, so one year that we did, this was really good. We said we wanted to grow our business. That's where we started. By the time I was done with this exercise, I realized that what I really wanted to do was add um, headshots to our business. Okay. So I didn't necessarily want more seniors, more weddings or anything like that. I wanted a whole new product line. And so we, we were able to do that. And when I was super clear about it, then I could, then I knew that's what I wanted to do. So, so do you like, like take this and compare it to Allison or are you the one who kind of comes up with the ideas and then you guys, and then she's like, Oh, I like that. Let's do that together. Yeah. And so like when it comes to the business, yeah. I mean, I'll talk to everybody and say, here's what I think. What do you guys think? Mm-hmm. And I'm a little bit more reflective than they are about it, but then yeah, I, I have to get buy-in and right. stuff like that. And, right. and that's kind of my next step after I do this in terms of turning it into an action plan. But the point I want to make with this is that you got to get really clear about your goals and then, and narrow it down to just the ones that you really want to, that you think, you know, are, are smart goals in a sense. So are, are they very specific? Can you measure them? You know, are they actually attainable? Are they realistic or relevant to what you're trying to do now? And are they trackable or time bound? And some goals won't qualify for that because you won't necessarily know how to track it or it won't be time bound. And so you just have to get rid of those. So I, I normally end up with like three to five goals that I really want to work on. Okay. So here's my question for you on it. Have mm-hmm. we gone through all the, like the process that you do? There's just one last part Except where I turn it into an action step, but, yeah. but I can, I can get to that in a second. Go ahead. Well, here's what I want is like, tell me some, ex- like an example of like, how, like a goal from the, like, you know, like the first kind of, you know, like five minute thing to like the answer to a question, like, you know, what was the funniest thing or who was, who did I have so much fun with to like how you actually turn it into an action step? Okay. So this is a good one. It has nothing to do with my business. So I apologize that. Oh, I, I don't care. Know, I think it's good. That, that photographers are going to be bored with it. But so there was this, I brainstormed and came up with this idea that I needed to like take care of myself more, or I needed to stop self-identifying with work and money and stuff like that. So I needed to come up with something else. And so for years I thought about like a hobby and that whatever that means, right. It was just too vague. And so as I worked through this process, I eventually came up with this idea that I really needed to do something different for myself. Like I really had to put myself first, which always felt so selfish, but Mm -hmm. I knew that's what I needed that given year. So then I went through some of these questions and it, like there was questions like, how did you manage your stress? And I was like, not very well last year, you know? And so yeah. how could I do it done differently? So let me look at some of these. Where did you find peace and calm? And this is where it led to this thing is that I realized like I wasn't managing my stress well and I was finding peace and calm fly fishing. Mm-hmm. So when I was going fly fishing, I was like, this yeah. is, you know, like there's just so much good stuff going on. So what advice would you give yourself 
at the beginning of the year is like, well, you know, remove yourself from the situation and, and it's okay to go fly fishing. What is the best part and what did you learn and all this stuff? It all, it's, a lot of it started coming back to this idea that a lot of these problems and things I needed to move away from and things I wanted to move towards fly fishing was going to be the catalyst for it. I could, I could reflect more. I could have more time to myself and I'm not a type of person that likes to be my, by myself anyways, but it just, i realized that when I was doing that, it was making me a better person. It was making my relationship better. I was being a better boss and all these things. Mm -hmm. So, so then I moved into an action plan and figured out how to actually implement that in my life. So did that answer your question or do you want me to say more? Oh no, that's absolutely, that's perfect. Okay. So then, so then I had, I, I turned all my goals into action plans and it has basically four steps. Like what's the timetable? What resources do I need to make it happen? Who is it going to affect or, you know, who's going to be involved in it? And then I always come up with a backup plan if it doesn't actually happen. (laughs) Wait, what does that mean? Like if you're like, okay, this isn't going to really work. Okay. So like, let's talk about the fly fishing one, for example. So I say, okay, let me, let me go through it and I'll tell you what my backup plan was. So, okay. So timetable, like you got to put a time to it or put it on your calendar, or it has to be time bound. That's so right. important with setting goals and turning them into actions. So what I said is that I was going to go fly fishing one day a week, every single week during the year. Like every, so one day a week I was going to go, I didn't know how that was going to happen in the current situation I was in, but I just knew it was going to make me happy and make me a better boss, make me a better husband, all that stuff I said. So I was like, once a week, I'm going to go fly fishing, even if, and luckily I live right next to a river. And so luckily, even if I was like, I'm just going to go on lunch, I'm going to go. And so rain, snow, hundred degree weather. I went every single week. By the end of the year, I was actually going more than once a week because I then found people that wanted to go more often with me. And it was, it was really awesome. So the resources that I needed was like time, um, and space and, you know, some equipment, but not really. Um, but mostly the resources I needed for it was time and space. So who is going to affect? So obviously my wife slash business partner and then my employees and then my family as well. And I just had to let them know that this is what I was doing this year and it was important and they were welcome. They were more than welcome to go along with me, but this was something that I was going to do this year uh-huh. and everybody was super supportive. So now it's an action plan. Once a week, I'm going to go fishing and you know, I got to make it happen. But the backup, pl- I always have a backup plan. Like if I don't get to go fishing, this week, what, what can I do to make sure I stay in the right headspace that fly fishing gives me? Uh-huh. And so I, I don't remember exactly what they were cause this was a couple of years ago, but I had like five things that I could do. Like go to the fly fishing store or yeah. spend some time looking online and buying things or stuff like that. Yeah. And one of them was, was tying flies like in fly fishing, you make your own flies that you fish with. And so that allowed me to do when the weather was really bad, I could always take a part of a day and tie flies. And that was almost as therapeutic It's not quite as therapeutic as the river because catching a fish, there's like an endorphin rush too. That makes you really happy. But it, but I had some backup plans and some coping mechanisms if it didn't happen, but it was, it was so crazy. So I, my goal was once a week by the end of the year, I was doing like almost two days a week. And that was the most profitable year we ever had in our business. Really? You would think that like we would have lost some business because I was like not here one day a week, but it caused other people to step up. It caused, 
you know, me to be in a better space. So when I was here, I was way more effective and it was, it was just a really amazing year and we still talk about it and we haven't quite figured out why. I mean, we have some ideas why, but like you, we would have never guessed if Matt's going fly fishing one day a week, that this would be our most profitable year, you know, like we would have never guessed that, but what it absolutely was hands down. So that is really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's kind of, you know, just to summarize real quick, you know, like do some brainstorming and then I, you know, kind of organize them and pare them down and then I turn them into action steps is what I do. So. Okay. And then you have the, those lists of like, uh, thoughts, like triggers or questions that you use all the way through this, the process. Yeah. So do you have all this written out or? Um, yeah, I mean, I have the questions written out. Okay. Not one. I kind of have like, I, I kind of have it like saved in a PDF. It's like just my own chicken scratch or whatever. Uh-huh. I can just go and print it out. And that's what I printed out for the show. Um, okay. and it just has a bunch, it's like a tons of white space. So I just print it out and then I just start working on it and writing on it. And yeah, I always get irritated when I, someone's like, Hey, download my goal setting list. And then I'm like, wait a second, nothing's on this page. This is an empty page. I have to do the work to put this stuff in. (laughs) But essentially that's what it is. You've got your questions and then you do the work of filling it in. Yeah. And then I'll just give one more idea that I'm not very good at, but I've done in the past. That's kind of fun is I've gone to a couple of workshops where they've made us write a letter to ourselves that we're allowed to open up the next year. Uh And so sometimes it's fun to do the reflection questions and then write yourself a letter. Yeah. And then close it up and then open it up. And then it's pretty amazing. Like what, what's in the letter the next year? Cause it's about like, you know, here's what you're not doing right, Matt. You know, did you do it right this year? Did you improve? Or, you know, you last year were grateful for this. Have, do you still remember that or have you forgotten kind of thing? And, um, it's just always, that's always kind of a fun exercise. Cause you're like, Oh, I did actually accomplish something or no. Like I still need to be more grateful for my wife every day, you know? Mm, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so how do you keep them going throughout the year then? It's really just those, I mean, it's really those, that action plan is what makes it happen. If like, you, do you, do you it, print it out? Are you like, how, are, how do you re- see it? So for, for me, it typically has to go on the calendar. Okay. So okay. like with a fly fishing one, which is a terrible example for our podcast, but, um, it just had to go. I, every week I had to schedule it. And so there, when, when I knew we were going to be busy, I just scheduled myself off like on Tuesdays, but when we were slower, I could actually like pick the week before what day I was going to go based on Mm -hmm. what was on the schedule. Um, but it's got to go on the calendar. So I've done other ones where, where I've turned like the, and my action plan is to like add headshots to our studio. Right. So then we came up as a group in our studio, we came up a list of things that we needed to do. And then I put each one of those action steps into the calendar. So like, on a random Wednesday, we have a space that said, make sure you call the chamber of commerce, you know, to get a list of, of their chamber members or something like that, you know, okay. and yeah. then so, the following so week- do it. The way you get it to work throughout the year is at the beginning of the year, you create action steps that you put on the calendar. Yep. And if they're in the calendar, they get done. If they're not in the calendar for me, they just go on a piece of paper and they always get for forgotten. Yeah. Um, So one of the things I'll tell you what I did last year for the studio and it didn't turn out as well as I wanted, but it's, it was decent is one of my goals for the studio last year was to have way more Google reviews than anybody else in our area. Cause I thought, okay, if everybody has like 
between five and six, you know, five and 20, call it Google reviews, but I have a hundred, like we're going to get a lot more phone calls when people are organically searching for us. Cause they're going to be like, wow, that, that studio has, you know, a hundred reviews. So they obviously know what they're doing. So that was my plan. Long story short, the year is over and we're only at 45. Um, so I, I didn't get to my hundred goal, but what it allowed me to do is I put some processes in place where we would, you know, follow up with people after we did their order and, you know, some different things and it worked pretty good. I mean, we, we moved the needle a little bit. We didn't get as far as one. So I want to figure out how to refine that this year and do it, do it again. Cause it was, it, that's a really fun measurable one. Yeah. You know, like you can just literally Google yourself and measure it. But still, I think that's a really good goal is if I could be at a hundred and everybody else is at 20, I think it would, it would help our business. And plus we're getting feedback along the way from our customers and, you know, we're reaching out to them afterwards to make sure that everything is okay. You know, they're not just picking up their product and never, we're never talking to them. And there's like, there's a lot of really good business practices that get wrapped around it, but I measure it through Google reviews. Yeah. So. You know, typically for me, my, I make my goals based on like how many sessions we do and, you know, booking certain amount of things, but, but yours, a lot of yours sound like they're not necessarily monetarily based or session based. They're, um, they're just a lot more varied. Would you agree with that? Or would yeah. you say you do both? Yeah. Cause I mean, we have key performance indicators we track on a daily basis, you know, which are how many leads did we book from down from people downloading like our what to wear guide, our location guide uh-huh. and how many consults we booked from those and how many sessions we booked from those consults. And then so you track those, but they're not necessarily specifically goal related then. No, we have, go- we have goals for them, right? Like in December, we need 60 downloads to produce, you know, 20 consults to produce, I'm just making up numbers to produce right. 20 consults, to pr- produce 18 sessions. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But that's more like on a daily basis that we know, like that's what we need to be tracking to make sure we're ahead of it. Cause we know that those, those downloads for our guides are, a, are a key performance indicator for how two months from now is going to go. And then the consults that we're doing currently, we know that's going to translate into money the next month. So we can almost predict a month or two ahead if we're going to be up or down because of how many downloads we had or how many consults we booked. If we, if we're down in consults, like in August, we, we know that we're going to be down in sales in September. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. But so that, to me, that's a daily thing and we have goals around that, Mm -hmm. but those are just like things that we just constantly work. These are a lot of the goals I set are much like higher level and the measurable part is the, is the hard one for me always to figure out. So it's always interesting when I figured out like, Oh, Google reviews, but, and then the time bound thing is what actually makes it happen for me. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So hopefully that was helpful for, for everybody. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious. I, so are you going to put any of your lists on here? Like any, uh, on on the show notes. Yeah, I'll definitely put the the questions that I read so that people could just copy and paste them. But um, as as I work on some of the stuff, yeah, I'll figure out how a way to get it out to the world. And maybe I don't know. We maybe we'll record in another month or so. We'll record some of this stuff and talk about what our goals yeah. and stuff are. Yeah, yeah, I definitely want to give give it a shot. Yeah, because it's not something like I do that. Like you know, crazy ideas list. I have one, and I just add to it you know, like, Oh, I want to be on the cover of this magazine or meet, you know, meet this person or, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. 
And then I do like specific, like, you know, the measurable things in the studio of, you know, how many sessions and stuff like that, but not necessarily like specifically measurable ways of, uh, like I, you know, like of starting a new product line or something like that. I don't necessarily measure it um, the same way that you're talking about doing it. So, I like the idea of because a lot of times, if you don't book that many sessions because you you have this goal and you don't do exactly that, then you feel super bummed out because you didn't do it. You know, but you, but not always do you have like complete control over that. Right. And so I like what you're doing here because there, these are things that you really do have control over. Yeah. Well, and like the. Uh, the Google review one is, is interesting. Like I think I learned the most from that one this year because it was something that wasn't high stakes. Like if we didn't hit a hundred Google reviews, our business wasn't going to be down 15% and you know, we're eating top ramen. Like that wasn't going to happen. But like every time I thought about it, which wasn't every day, but you know, like once a week I could talk to one of my employees or I could talk to somebody and say, Hey, like we haven't got a Google review in this long. And then they say, Oh, well, you know what? We should reach out to so-and-so and just, they'll do it for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like it, it drove really cool business practices because we were thinking about a number that wasn't the end of the world. So. Yeah. It was just an easy peasy kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. So that's, it, it's been fun. I mean, it, it's still a journey every, every day for me and every year, you know, and I feel like I get better and better at it. And some years I succeed a lot and some years I don't. And that's okay. It's like, it's just a living, it's a living being that just. Yeah. Well, it's living your life intentionally. And so sometimes I'm guessing you're like, oh, I didn't really like that goal. I don't really want to make that one happen. Or, you know, I wish I hadn't have done that. But then others like you're fly fishing. You're like, okay, that, that was a win. Yeah. I mean, it, it changed, it changed my life. I mean, yeah, it really did. I mean, I'm still, right. What's that? Allison's a fly fisher now too. Yeah. So. Now she fishes with me because she realizes like if I'm going to go one day a week that she should go. I have a trip to Mexico for a week to go fly fishing with my buddies. Um, I would have never probably taken a vacation by myself without Allison and my buddies. Like, but now I have a reason to like last summer. Um, some people know this. I took a, a job at the fly fishing shop one day a week cause they needed a, they had one shift that they couldn't get covered by a college kid. And I was just happened to be in there talking one day and I was like, Wednesday mornings until lunchtime, I'll come in. I don't care. And it was so good just to be in a different sales environment and be around different people than my employees that I, I made no money, you know, to speak of, but it was yeah. just so good to get out of the office. And a lot of my friends are like, what are you doing? You're like, you own your own business. You're doing all this crazy stuff. Like, what are you doing? Taking a part-time job at a fly shop. And I'm like, it just filled my bucket, you know? So like mm-hmm. it, it, it has it, that, that one goal has spread into my life a number of different ways. Well, that's cool. So when do you normally do it? Like if this is a beginning of the year type thing, how do you, what's your timeline for what yeah. you're going to do for this year? It normally starts around Christmas time as, uh, as soon as, you know, we're done delivering everybody's holiday cards and all that rush is over. Um, Cause I mean, it goes pretty quiet as soon as the holiday is here. Yeah. And then um, I, I normally work on it and then it, I normally have it wrapped up the first couple of weeks in January. So it's normally around a new year's thing. We did this exercise though, a couple of years ago, like in October, because we knew we had to do some resetting. And so we did it in October and that was really good too. Um, uh-huh. I don't think it has to be a new year's, but that's just tends to be where I put it. Yeah. Well, it's when you have the time to yeah. work on it. So that makes a lot of sense. And, and, and the busy season's fresh in my mind. So I can answer a lot of these questions because it just happened. 
Okay. So one last question. Yep. Uh, so once you have it and you've kind of worked it all out, then uh, how do you present it to the people in your life, your wife, your the studio staff? Yeah. So I just, I just tell, I mean, you just schedule a meeting. Do you have it all written? Yeah, out? If it's business oriented, like, yeah, I sit down with them and say, Hey, here's what I think I want to do. And here's the action plan. What do you guys think about that? Okay. They're like, no, that's the dumbest thing in the world. We're not doing that. That's just doing more of something. We don't have time to just add more. Um, But other times they'll add some clarity around it. And so, yeah, that's typically a meeting with Allison. uh, Like my wife, I just typically, we just have a discussion and it's pretty informal, but I just say, Hey, I came up with my goals for this year and my action plans. Do you want to hear them? And she's like, yeah, you know, or yeah, tell me tonight at dinner or whatever. And I just tell them. And then with like friends and family, it just, it just comes up like as people, you know, somebody will ask me like, Oh, you know, like how's business going? And it's like, Oh, it's really good. And you know what? I have this crazy goal this year. I'm going to try to get to a hundred Google reviews and I'll just bring it up, you know? And they're like, Oh, that's really cool. I hope you could do it. You know? So yeah. And you just talk, talk it through. Yeah. But so with your staff, you have a meeting and you go over everything and then you definitely let them have have input into it. Yeah. Cause there has to be buy-in from them. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I, my goal never is just to add more to their plate Yeah. or they'll say something. I'll say, here's my, here's my goal. And this is the action plan. And they're like, well, that's really terrible. We're already doing this and seeing traction over there. Why don't we just put more energy into that? You know, instead of doing, instead of doing a whole new thing in a, why don't we just put more energy into B? And Mm -hmm. so a lot of times they have some really good insight into that stuff. Um, as long as the goal gets accomplished, I don't really care what the action plan is. As long as the goal gets accomplished, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds great. So, yeah. So that, that's, that's goal setting. That's awesome. I am excited to try it for myself and look through all the questions and it's a, it's a good discipline. And I think I can see where it's had some really awesome effects in your uh, business too. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, we, uh, finished another episode of from nothing to profit. This one about goal setting, and we look forward to hearing how you guys have integrated it into your business, into your life. So please go to the website, Matt, is it photo photo podcast.co photo podcast.co. Please go to the website. You can find all the ways to contact us there and share what goals that you've created for your business this year. Uh, We hope this is going to be a great help to all of you. So have a good day. Thanks guys. Thank you for listening to From Nothing to Profit, a photographer's podcast with Matt and Kaya. Be sure to subscribe for more business strategy and ideas to help you create the profitable and successful business you've always wanted. See you on the next episode of From Nothing to Profit.